In today's episode, I'm gonna be talking with you all about marketing budgets. What should you be spending each and every year? We'll talk about the ever declining reach of organic social media platforms. We'll talk a little bit about the customer journey and the difference between cold and warm audiences and we'll touch on the dollar a day social media advertising plan. I'm Angus Pike, this is the Marketing Your Practice podcast. So marketing budgets, do you actually have one? Now surprising, in fact it's not all that surprising, or so many of us don't. I certainly didn't have one for the first 15 years that I was in practice. And the truth is, it's really hard to find a number of what should I be spending on my marketing. The US Small Business Association suggests that we spend somewhere between seven and 8% of our gross revenue on our marketing. The interesting thing is that when they survey uh, small businesses, the average is spending less than 1%. So think about it for a moment. What's your gross revenue? You know, if your gross revenue, perhaps you're new in practice and your revenue is, uh, you know, $200,000, then what they're suggesting in that situation is that you should be spending $16,000 a year in your marketing. Now, I actually don't think that we need to be spending that much. The current environment with social media platforms means it's actually way cheaper for us to market and advertise than it's ever been in history. But you do need to be investing each and every week in marketing your practice, not just putting stuff out there socially, because as we'll talk about in a moment, or organically, is the organic reach is abysmal. Now at best, it's 6%, but it's probably even less than that. We'll talk about that more in a moment. I think there's a level of irony here. I'll tell you what I mean by this. So many of you that are listening are natural health practitioners, chiropractors and naturopaths, uh, holistic dentists, and we're all expecting that our patients be investing in their health each and every week with the foods that they're eating, with the exercise they're doing, and the care uh, that they're placing in our hands as well. And yet when we're thinking about the health of our business, is that we're not, you know, that same philosophy isn't going. We're not investing in the health of our practice each and every week. And there's a level of contradiction there. We can't expect to have a healthy practice if we're not investing back in it. So when we think about investing, you know, I mentioned before that idea of seven to eight percent as well. So what are what are the pros doing? You know, I did a lot of research in around this. I think Apple is about seven percent of its gross revenue that it's investing back in there. Google, I think, is a little more than that from memory. I think it's around twelve percent. Yeah, it is. I'm looking at my notes here as well. So Apple's investing seven percent now. Here's a a business that has perhaps more raving fans than any other company. In fact, recently valued as the most valuable company in the world. Arguably has more raving fans than any company in the world. And the ability for us to be able to share a message by word of mouth with Apple is phenomenal. They've built the whole brand around it and yet they're still investing 7% of their gross revenue back into marketing. Google the same kind of thing. I was searching through, you know, so what does that mean for us as small businesses? Uh, New York advertising firm, uh, brilliant firm from there as well. They're suggesting this. If you're not prepared to invest 2%, 2% of your gross revenue on your marketing, you're gonna find it very difficult for you to be able to sustain a profitable business in the years to come. A lot of the theme of the messages that I've been talking to you about on the Marketing Your Practice podcast for this year have been all around attention. And getting attention of the people in your community, trying to get it through organic reach, um, I'm not gonna say it's impossible, but it's very, very difficult. You're making it really hard for yourself. It's, you know, you're practicing with your hands tied behind your back and your legs tied together as well. 
Could you be successful in that manner? I'm sure you could be. But is that making it harder than what it needs to be? Then yes, it is. So what I'm suggesting that you do for 2020 is first of all, look at this. What is your gross revenue? So this is your revenue before any of your costs have come out. We'll use the example like we did before of $200,000. And in that situation, you should be investing and sitting aside 2%, which is $4,000 for you to spend over the next 12 months. So let's do some maths. That's about kind of 40 bucks a week is what you should be looking at. Now, the kind of things that go into marketing expenses are not just the paid advertising. So, you know, some other things, you know, you might have your website costs as well, the hosting of your website. In the initial years, you might actually get somebody to actually build the website for you. That would be a marketing cost. So you need to include all of those kind of things in it too. So let's just say that of that $40 a week, that $20 goes into, you know, perhaps managing your website, some of the other costs that you have at advertising into your community, uh, we're often not in the things like yellow pages anymore, but maybe there's some other sites that you are online. It leaves that side another $20. If you're putting that $20 into investing on social media each and every week, when you learn how to do it properly, the results will blow you away. Here's what's important. I saw Gary Vaynerchuk say this, it really made me chuckle. He says, when people come to him and say, listen, I've tried Facebook or Instagram advertising and it doesn't work. He says, there's a very large possibility that you just suck at it. And that's something that we, you know, I have people often come to me and say, look, I've, I've tried making videos, you know, I tried boosting posts, I did all these kind of things that didn't work for me. It's possible that you're just not great at it yet. When it comes to making a video that builds authority and expertise and trust, gains the attention of your people, it takes time, first of all, and it takes a level of skill. So if you don't have the skill, luckily the skill is learnable. And the time, too often we're measuring our results. Again, this is another thing that Gary said in that same presentation. We're looking at our results at quarter time. There's four quarters in the game. And you know, whilst you might be down a few uh, points at quarter time, we're not interested in what the result is at quarter time. I'm interested is what's the result for you at full time? Gaining the attention of people takes time. There are different phases that it goes through. And I wanna talk with you a little bit about the phases that it's going through as well. So the phases, the first phase that somebody goes through is an interest phase, you know, they, they or an awareness phase, sorry. The first stage is awareness. So they get to see you, they see you on the social media platforms, they become aware of you. And if you create a video, they'll move into this next phase. This next phase is all about interest. This is where they might be starting to do a bit of an online stalk of you, looking through your social media feeds on Facebook or Instagram or over on LinkedIn, maybe even YouTube as well. They're gonna go and visit your website to find out more information about you. You do this all the time. When you become interested in a brand, when you're researching, buying something new, a car, skateboard, anything like that too, we come from that awareness phase, then the interest phase, and then finally all the way through to decision. And the decision is this, will I get on the phone and make an appointment to come and see you? I've got a question for you. How long on average do you think it takes to go from awareness all the way through to decision on the social media platforms? Have a guess, a week, two weeks, there was a little over $6 billion worth of ad spend that was looked at by a group called Wicked Reports. They said it took 43 days. That means you need to be constantly being in front and creating attention for people in your community consistently over those 43 days before people will be prepared to raise their hand, call your practice and make an appointment. It takes more time now than ever to build that knowing, liking and trust because trust 
across the board online is declining. We've had too many promises given to us and not followed through on. And then particularly in the healthcare world too, you know, my Instagram feed is full of influencers who are all of a sudden health experts telling me how I need to lose weight, how I need to gain muscle, how I need to balance my hormones, all these kind of things. They have no qualifications whatsoever. In fact, they're only sharing lots of this content because that's their business. Now sharing because their business is okay. But here's the difference. You actually have the expertise. You know, you have years of university. You're the one that should be out there sharing this kind of information. And it takes time. In fact, I think 43 days is really conservative. You need to be playing the long game. I'm aware of some other research that followed a group of people who were actually interested in a product. And in a nine month period, only 15% of them had made a buy. The other 85% of them took longer than that. So we need to understand this is a four quarter game. Okay, stop looking at your results after quarter one. Be prepared to play the long game. And then also ask yourself, do I just need to get better at what I'm doing? It takes time to get good at video. It takes time to get good at this whole process. But you know what? You've got the free resources with this podcast here. I show you through pretty much all of it. Now, as I mentioned to you before, when I started off with this kind of 8% uh, that the US Small Business Association was looking at there too, how do I get back to this 2%? Because I think there's never been a cheaper time for us to invest online with our paid strategies than now. When you're looking at paid strategies, one of the uh, factors we look at is this cost per thousand eyeballs that get to look at it. And across the social media platforms at the moment, and it's slowly going up, it's $2.50. So it's going to cost $2.50 and this will depend on you know where you are, how competitive your area is. We have a country practice and again it costs a lot less than that. There's a lot less people advertising to those audiences down there. So you know, it's probably half that down in Lara. In Port Melbourne in a, in a city dense area there it's closer to that $2.50 or maybe even a little bit less. But $2.50 will get my video in front of a thousand new eyes. Now these new eyes, people who've not seen me beforehand, we refer to them as a cold audience. They're yet to engage with my content in any way and I can be spending a dollar a day and reaching out to kind of half that number of people in my community. I choose a radius of somewhere in around that, you know, three to five mile, less than 10 kilometers for people to see my content. And I'm constantly got new eyes seeing this. Now, to give you some perspective in terms of costs, in a newspaper, it's about $16. So $16 for you to get your content in front of a thousand eyes. Magazines, it's about the same. Broadcast television, have a guess what that is. Oh, I'm looking at my notes here as well. 28 bucks, okay. If you do a mail out to your community, I love mail outs. So we had great success in building my practice in the early days with mail outs, but that's 58 bucks. $58 for you to get your content in front of a thousand eyes. So $2.50 is so much cheaper than anything else. I think a billboard is, uh, in fact, I'll look at my notes behind here as well. I've got them behind the camera, five bucks. So $5 per thousand eyes for a billboard. So kind of quite cost effective. In essence, what I'm saying to you, it's never been cheaper than right now for you to get your content in front of new people. So what's the difference in terms of this customer journey? We said it takes time for somebody, 43 days to go from awareness, interest, decision. Now we can help to accelerate this process when we start to become aware of what's often referred to as a warm audience. Cold audience is somebody who's not seen you and or engaged with you beforehand. A warm audience is somebody who's actually perhaps watched your video, liked the video, commented on there, shared your content. We can even find out whether they've been over to my website. 
Now the social media platforms, the ads manager inside behind Facebook actually makes it really easy for us to build a custom audience. Now there's lots of new words that we're talking about here today, so hang on, this might be a two listener today, but a custom audience full of people who I'm gonna suggest in the last 28 days, we want some recency. We don't want people who've perhaps watched your video two or three years ago, they're less likely to be interested in somebody's watched your video yesterday. But we could build a custom audience, and the one I'm gonna suggest that you do of people who've visited your website, watched your video, uh, engaged or commented on shared any of your posts. Anybody who's done any of that in the last 28 days, we wanna be spending another dollar. Yeah, I know we're up to $2 a day now, but remember our budget's 20 bucks a week, so there's plenty left over. But we're spending that second dollar making sure that we're showing our content to those people. We wanna get our content in front of people who've already raised their hand and showed that they like you in some way. Maybe they've got a problem that you can actually solve. And this is what can accelerate that 43 days that I talked about beforehand. So marketing budgets, what should you be spending? 2%, okay, that's the very minimum. Work out what that is of your gross revenue. It's not just 2% on your Facebook and Instagram advertising. Look at the other marketing costs that you might have as well. Start by just sharing your information out to cold audiences. Once you start to get a little bit more competent and confidence, then think about those warm audiences, people that have engaged with your content in some way. Do this consistently. Over the next 12 months, you'll get way more attention than you've ever had beforehand. This is the commodity that you wanna be building in 2020. Gang, that's enough from me today. As always, thanks for all that you do. Keep saving lives. I love you. See you on the next episode. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out the Community Influencer Program. It's my monthly coaching program where we take all this material and I'll work one-on-one with you to apply, implement, systematize, and help guide you and your practice to the next level. Now, you can join me on over at adiomedia.com forward slash join. That's adiomedia.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you in there.